Little Wing is now streaming on Paramount+. Plus. I'm in a period of emotional upheaval. Let's have all the, oh, I don't care crap. A little adventure. Where are you going? I'm going to steal a bird from the Russian pigeon mafia. Let's do it. Goes a long way. <laughs> Starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Life can hurt, but life is sweet. Little Wing, rated PG-13, may be inappropriate for children under 13. Now streaming exclusively on Terramount Plus. Who is your guilty crush? Oh, a bit random, but I've always fancied Sean Mendes. <laughs> <laughs> the singer, and I don't know why. Oh, that's cute. I've got two guilty crushes. I've always find Scarlett Johansson. Really? Super sexy. So lips, and Miley Cyrus, when she... God, maybe I am that way. <laughs> and then there was Bonnie Tyler. And then there was... <laughs> Can we just please go back to the fact that you said Miley Cyrus is when she was on a wrecking ball with hairy armpits? No, that is worrying. no, no, it wasn't that. It was when she did Glastonbury. <laughs> What? I was watching her, I was mesmerised by her little boobies and her leather pants. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Emily Blackwell's Mother Half podcast, starring myself and... The superstar of the outfit, the aunt of the deck, the Ronnie of the two Ronnies, Rachel Blackwell. <laughs> I'll be the little Ronnie. You can be the bigger Ronnie. Yeah. You remember the two Ronnies? No. You're looking extremely, you're almost blinding my retinas with those uh, with that with that glittery shell. It's, it's my power look today. I'm feeling it. Yeah. Well, I've today, unfortunately, or fortunately for you guys, it's just it's just me and Rachel on the sofa. We thought, you know what? We haven't done an episode where Rachel and I are just chit chatting away about God knows what. Well, we have got a guest. We've got love in the room because it's Valentine's. Yeah. So this is a Valentine's special. Us giving love to you guys. <laughs> we don't need guests. Who needs guests to get our listeners we up? We are feeling the love today, aren't we? We have a bucket of love, a bowl of love. Shaped in a love heart. Shaped in the love heart with love heart questions. So we will be delving into them. A little so, bit later. How's your week been? My, my, my week's part. been great, actually. I've been busy back filming Main Chelsea, which, to be honest, I know I said I wasn't... I always tell myself I'm never going to do it again. <laughs> there I am, filming away, season 5025. But yeah. yeah, so I've been filming that again, which has been nice. I'm actually enjoying it. I don't hate it. I don't despise it this time. So... Emily, you can't say you ever despise no, it. Apart it's like from any job you have. You go through stages, right? I have good days and bad days. Good well, seasons, bad seasons. I hated it for a bit, and now I've, I'm getting the love back for it. Oh, well, everybody loves you on the show. You're my favourite on the show, believe it or not. That You have to say that because you're my mum. No, I don't. You are. You're good. You're the level-headed one. You're the one that brings the knowledge, like an old, old soul, wise owl. Anyway, we've wised owls you a few times on the pod. No, I think what it is, is I've, I've got to a point now where I don't know if this is a good thing or a bad thing, but people are almost like a bit, not scared to talk to me about certain things, but because I never like say to people what they want to hear, I just say kind of like the honest truth. I think People don't want to hear it. They often don't come to me for things. Do you know what I mean? They don't yeah. want to hear it. That's why Mick love you. Emily, we're filming a scene with so-and-so and we want you to tell her. But you know what? It's one of those as well. It's like, I dish it out, so I take it back. Like, if anyone's got anything to say about me, 
I'd happily just sit there and be, I'd understand it. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Because you're never wrong, Emily. What do you mean? You're never wrong. Ask Jordan. You never hold your hands up. I rung you up That once. is such a lie. I do no. hold my hands up when I'm wrong. No. No, because you're never wrong. wrong. <laughs> no. These hands never go up. No, but I can. When, no. have, when have I done? When? What have I done? Oh, exactly, Emily. Never. No, but That's no. the whole thing. <laughs> I rang you up and I said, oh, I think you've been a bit harsh. Stop talking. Oh, get over it. Get on with it. <laughs> oh, shut up, Mum. I'm busy. I haven't got time for this. You and your emotions. <laughs> you having an insecure day. Oh, my God. Not that true. mean. She is that mean sometimes. Not all the time. She, you're very lovely as well. But no, no, you do. You shut me down. I cried <laughs> the other week on the phone. I put the phone down and burst into tears. And I texted you and said, you've made me cry. And you went, oh, get over it. Don't be so stupid. <laughs> I, have, I have it here. No, you are just emotional and, I, and I'm not. Yeah, as emotional that, as you and that, you get so sensitive and I'm just like just get over it get yeah, on with it I go to you for the the cuddle the mum type cuddle when we're talking about sensitive things I want you to because we're our biggest champions and then I just get a slap in the face and <laughs> get back to bed I'm making you tougher stronger you can't do that at 52 <laughs> Perimenopause. Version on alcoholic. <laughs> oh, God, no, we can't go into that. Anyway, uh, guys, we're not arguing today. We're, no. feeling the, we're feeling the love. This is a love. Love. This is the love channel today. I think, personally, I love the love, but once you're married and get over a certain age, I don't think Valentine's should be such a big thing or anybody get upset, Mark, if you don't get a card on the day. Um, I You'll just, be crying. <laughs> no, I won't be. Mark buys me flowers every week. Oh. Yeah, he does. That's really nice. Yeah, he does. Or is that guilty? No, it's not guilty. He's guilty of loving me. See, I, I don't know. Flowers for me are a bit of a guilt thing. No, that's only if you get a great big one. I get a nice little posy every week. <laughs> a couple of daffodils, £2.50. I don't care. He does. He, that is very sweet. Lot. What do you think you'll be getting Valentine's? I don't know. I pretend I don't care, but I do care. If I don't get anything, I'm going to be so pissed off. Yeah, I will be for you. because you're in. What the... did we do last year? I think I just got some... Ro oh, we went out for dinner. But dinners, when you go out on Valentine's, they pack you in while they're doing sorry. So literally, you're having this intimate, supposed dinner with your lovely other half. And you've got like that much gap in between the tables. And it's like a set menu. And then they throw a half dead rose at the end of it and go, thank you for coming. <laughs> That's £150, please. It <laughs> And you know, Instagram and social media does not make anyone feel good about being single on Valentine's Day. <laughs> not that I am single, but even just just Valentine's in general, because even like Jordan and I, we don't do much for it. It's been a weekday the past few years. So like, we don't, you know, by the time we're working, like, get home, it's just like eat dinner and go to bed, you know. It's very... <laughs> That's what it's all about, baby. No. <laughs> please don't. Did he give you the, uh, doing that. how you do it? No, please. Shush. A Joey love card? And uh, on social media, you'll see, like, people walking into their houses and there's just, like, roses everywhere, like, smothered in their big mansions. Or they've got, like, oh, my God, so sweet, he bought me a ring or a Chanel bag or whatever. You know, it doesn't... It's a bit... I don't know. A bit cliche, isn't it? A bit cliche, a Chanel but, like, yeah. I, like I mean, I wouldn't complain, Jordan, if you're listening. Well, the funniest... <laughs> when I first got... <laughs> I can't believe I'm going to admit this. Don't shout at me because it's not rude, so don't panic. I can see the fear in your eyes already. You're like, what is coming out now? So it's Valentine's. And <laughs> your eyes. We needed 
a toilet cleaner. Stick with, <laughs> we needed a toilet cleaner. And I went online to find one and I wasn't going to incorporate it with his present, but there was one in, <laughs> it was a cherry. Now, because Mark was my first love, love, sexy cuddle, I thought it'd be really funny <laughs> to incorporate the cherry bog brush, amongst other things. That so you bought Mark for Valentine's Day a cherry bog brush. <laughs> he was really fed up with me and he still brings it up to this day. I can't believe you got me a cherry bog brush. And it makes me laugh. I thought it was really funny and as you can and tell... And also, we... why are you buying a, a bog brush in the shape? It just wouldn't even look nice in a, in a bathroom. It would look very weird, if you ask well, me. It was plastic and quite chintzy. <laughs> Where was it from? Oh, I don't know. Amazon somewhere. I just thought the sort of... I see where you're going with it. There's a story behind the It present. wasn't the only present. I gave him a love ticket. <laughs> a ticket? I can't help it. I just want to upset you today. <laughs> I just... I feel I'm like thinking, we're going to have a big old ruck today. Should we have a wrestle? Mama mania? I feel, yeah, I feel really stressed. That your, your, your energy just, like, <laughs> stressing me a bit today. Does Jordan give you a love ticket? I don't know what a love ticket is. I, I don't a, think I want to know. It's a ticket ticket to your loving. No. Come, baby. Let's go make some loving. You just make me feel seriously unwell. <laughs> I can't. Mark's given me four love tickets to use up in one goal. I'm lying. You'd probably die. I haven't die. got five minutes. You'd probably die. Who would Pro die? You would. When? You'd both have a heart attack and die. What, after five love tickets? Well, it was four, but well, I don't know why you've ramped up now to five. <laughs> Just... You'd die after two at, the, at your age. <laughs> that is brilliant. But you could give four a go. <clears throat> In a year. Oof. Anyway, horrible That's birthday, thought. Christmas, Easter. I don't think there's anything worse than having, like, not like envision it, but like your parents just, or your your mum or your dad just still, the thought of them still banging. <laughs> it's like pretty. Oh, like, oh, Ooh. Christ. I don't no, know why you have to I do that. I don't know either. It's horrible. I don't know. It just happens. Let's get off of banging and love tickets. We, but you please. started it. I did. I did. And I don't know why. I, I It's almost like I know you're going to get cross with me and I can't help it. I think it. anyone listening who is a child like me. No, I'm not a child, but you know. A, oh, offspring. The offspring, yeah. The thought of any of that situation going on is just hell. Yeah, just the thought of my mother breathing puts me off, let alone her <laughs> banging. <laughs> right then. Oh my God. Shall we delve into the pot of love? We've got pottiness in now, love. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. So for the listeners that aren't watching us on YouTube. Uh, we've got a heart-shaped bowl, and in it we have got lovely heart-shaped questions. 
Red and shiny, made by the lovely Molly. <laughs> She's a good girl. Okay, right. I don't have... We don't have a clue what these are. No, these. we don't. We really don't. So... Hold tight. Scream if you want to go faster. I'm a bit nervous, to be fair. I'm all right. Right, shall I go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, Rachel, what's your love language? Do you know what the love languages are? Yes, of course I do. There's five. What are they then? They are uh, words of affirmation. Mm -hmm. They are acts of service. Yeah. They are... Gifts. Gifts. Uh, I can't remember the other two. It was a long time. Physical touch. Physical touch. Oh, that's my one then. Yeah. And... Physical touching. I can't remember the fifth one. (laughs) Quality time. Mine would be quality time, making memories, and physical touch. Really? Or maybe acts of service. Or maybe gifts. <laughs> so every, everyone then? Really? Yeah. All in order. I don't know what mine is. I do love a gift. But I also, um, I like giving gifts. Yeah, you do. You're more good. so than receiving them. What else do I like? I reckon mine is words of affirmation. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing like a bit praising. And I, I think quality time is also very important. Yeah. Mem- very important. Memories. You've got to um, make memories. Yeah. My go, my go. Oh, I'm delving deep. Emily, worst date you've been on? Oh, my God. I went on this date once, really hungover. And I didn't really want to go. I was, like, not in the mood, but I thought, oh, fine, I'll just go. I was, this is when I was living at home with you. And I kept yawning on the date, and he stuck his fingers in my mouth. And it was really fucking weird. He literally just like, you know when someone does that, when like breaks up your yawn and like... When but you really... can't close your mouth, you're yawning so... And they just go like that and like stick there. And I thought, get your grubby mitts out my mouth. That's yeah. so weird. And also secondly, just really annoying. Because I'm, you know when you like can't finish a yawn? Well, yeah. You... Well, I, I think that's the whole point of doing it. You can't finish the yawn. But yeah, they're like, the yawn oh, is interrupted. Like, are you, yeah, and it just really childish. irritated me. I was like... Childish. Don't ever do that again. You know, I'd only met him once. That is quite bizarre, isn't it? Sticky is that fingers. the one that turned up on Christmas morning? And I thank Santa for him. No. Okay. We'll leave that for another day. <laughs> What's your worst date? Now, my worst date was many, many, many years ago. And the only reason I went on a, a date with this boy was so boy. that I could... Hold oh, up. No, no, he was a boy racer. What? Okay, it was a boy racer. A boy racer? Yes. Oh, is this when you were really young? Yes, I'm like 18. Oh, okay, fine. So he's a boy racer, but the only reason I went on a date with him is because I wanted to be his plus one at this big party that was happening in the civic offices. So, (laughs) and all my mates were dating the other boy racers, so I thought, I'm going to go out on a date with this guy. So I get into his zooped-up mini with drop suspension and cherry bombs, (laughs) and the seatbelt... The seatbelt's like a pilot's seatbelt. <laughs> so I get in and I'm, you know, doing some burn-ups up and down the mad mile. Anyway, he goes to drop me home and I don't want to kiss him. I, he, we've already established he's going to take me as a plus one to the happening party in the civic offices. <laughs> he's trying to kiss me and I can't get out. Of the, I'm trying to find the parachute. I'm like, I can't get out of the seatbelt. And he's slobbing on my cheek. I'm like, oh, I've got to go, I've got to go. But you know, normally you'd unclip. I couldn't get out of it. I've just got this image of you in this really low down, zooped up shit car. <laughs> well, at the time, it was a bit of a go up. Is this the same era when you got arrested for taking the bomber jacket? <laughs> No, no, that's after. (laughs) I've just gone from strength to strength. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that that was funny. 
Yeah. That was the worst date I've ever been on. I Let us know, guys, vulnerable. what your worst dates are, because I actually love hearing stories like this. It just makes my day. It cracks me up. Yeah. So Give us your stories. Know. Can DM they us, be... DM us, and we'll read some of them out next, next week. Right, next question. I'm ready. What is your biggest red flag slash ick slash deal breaker? I don't know whether I've got any. I like to give everyone a chance. <laughs> Desperate. No. It's my go, my go. Oh. Oh, here we go. Craziest thing you've done for love? Me? Oh, God. Uh, you don't do crazy, Em. I don't really do crazy. No. I might, I've got too much of an ego. Yeah. You need to get over yourself. I need to get over myself. <laughs> Craziest thing I've done for love. I flew, I literally booked a flight and flew out to see Mark in Spain. Yeah, anyway, that was my crazy thing. You'll go, you'll go, you'll go. Okay, any tips for if you think your partner is cheating? Oh, you know. Red flags, hiding phone, phone is locked, um, acting odd. and Taking phone into shower. Yeah, and over-explaining where they've been. Any lie, they go over it and trying to convince themselves and you. It's like, no. So I went to get a cab. There was no cabs there. But then I thought, oh, I'll get a kebab. And then I thought, oh, you know. Kebab? I was just going I'll live with it all. Well, just an excuse to stay out later than what they should be. What? So they're in the kebab shop down the road? No. They're in a dirty girl's kebab. Kebab? <laughs> Where does that come oh from? Oh, Kiflab. <laughs> Kiflange. I think that a main thing that people do when they're cheating is try and make you feel like you're doing something That's so they'll like on a night out if they're they're having a go at you for being on the night out or like accusing you of doing things it's actually because they've been up to no good on nights out that's what i think big Not all red, the time but sometimes no big red flag that one most romantic thing you've done for someone me yeah um i think for me i'm quite a caring person in the sense that like i'll make him dinners every night and you know, he'll bring me a cup of tea in the morning. Like, I think massive part of romance doesn't need to be, like, these huge gestures. It's actually the little things that they do which, like, stick in my head. Oh, Mark is really romantic. He always comes back from the shops with something for me. Yeah, but that's cute. Like, it doesn't... It's, that's not a big thing, but it's little and it's sweet. It's Pork like, pie. He comes back... A trifle. Mum eats the weirdest stuff. She eats... Honestly, our fridge... My friends used to always be horrified when they'd all come around because there'd never be anything in our fridge bar white wine, cottage cheese. Love it. Yogurts. Love them. And a, rice. And trifle. She loves buying these horrid little trifle pots from Lidl or wherever you get them. No. Shout out to Lidl and Audi. Yours are the best. Excuse me. I, no, I do have an odd... Uh, I don't have an odd diet. I just like things. You have a really odd diet, Mum. Your go-to thing is like cottage cheese on an oat cracker for dinner. No, and, and cherry tomato. On, and the grapes on top of it. Yeah, grapes on top of cottage cheese on a cracker. Oh. It's just weird. No, it's not weird. And it's certainly not romantic. And I remember, because you're quite a small person, and you don't eat loads, you're like a little mouse. You, like, just nibble at things. Oh. <laughs> Squeaky mouse in my fridge with my cottage cheese. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> Christ. And you just, you, at, for dinner, when we used to cook dinner, you never made us big portions. No, big portions are bad. You got us hungry. I was a growing girl. No, if you were hungry, you could always have more, but there's no, no need to put a great big load of food out. Do you believe in soulmates? Yes, but I believe you have a few. Really? So they go with you for a little bit on your journey. 
your dad was most definitely my soulmate for the amount of time before we fell apart. And Mark is definitely my soulmate for this. And I thought one was my soulmate, but he was just an off-the-chart narcissist. <laughs> and that was pretty horrifying. And that is for another episode. That is my narcissistic ex-boyfriend <laughs> and, and me. me. <laughs> <laughs> and me episode, which that would be, oh, that would be a juicy one. That's, oh. that's for a book. Can Do you I... know what? I wouldn't even want to give the twonk the airtime. No, but... It is a book that you can it write. A it's a Netflix documentary. It's a it's a rogue one. The Price. best bit is that he shagged two of your best mates. He did. How mental is that? So basically, I thought Tonk was a soulmate, but he really wasn't. He was very off the chart. Narc I mean, everybody's a bit narcissistic, but this was a good 12 out of 10. I mean, the only person he didn't fool was you. You couldn't bear him. Yeah, I sniffed a rat big time. I was so rude to him. So he used to try and like put money in my bank account for my birthday and be extra nice to me. He'd walk in and say hello to me and I'd just walk straight out of the room. Yeah, well, that's very you, my darling. And you, you I have to say, you were right. Next I always question. am right, Rach. No, of course. I forget these things. But in terms of soulmates, I they say that you fall in love three times in your life. The first one is like the first love, like all crazy and like a whirlwind. The second one is like the one that hurts. It really like teaches you a lot of lessons and it really like, that is a heartbreak one. And then the third one is obviously like the person you get married to and have babies with. And mine were a bit mixed up. <laughs> I think a lot of people's will yeah. be. I, I don't think it needs to be in order. But also, there is this thing you can meet, you know when you meet somebody and you instantly dislike them and you don't know why? It's apparently you've been on a soul journey with them. What? Yeah. That, that they've been in your life in previous lives and you, you've you soul travelled. There's a book on it. It's called Great. Soul Travellers and Me. <laughs> we'll save that one for another pod. Yeah. Do you celebrate anniversaries? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's nice to celebrate. It's a milestone, isn't it? Yeah. It's nice just to give you give yourself a bit of a reminder of why you're together and... Yeah, all I've, the things you've completed in the year and what you've done and what you want to do next year and yes yeah, like I agree talk about fun things you've done stories memories you've created that kind of thing I like that anniversaries are important who is your guilty crush oh a bit random but I've always fancied Sean Mendes <laughs> the singer and I don't know why oh that's cute I've got two guilty crushes one's a woman but I would never go with a woman, but I've always find Scarlett Johansson. Really? Super sexy. So lips and Miley Cyrus when she... God, maybe I am that way. <laughs> and then there was Bonnie Tyler. And then and there was... <laughs> I don't know why I went into a deep... My mother-in-law is so fat. Doesn't matter where she sits, she's next to you. That's a joke. A guilty uh, man... Oh, it's not guilty. It's Paul Hollywood. No, because I'm not guilty about that. Uh, uh, Radley Cooper. Radley? They are good to know his name's Radley Cooper. Is it Br Bradley Cooper? <laughs> See, the guilty crush is on his brother, Radley. <laughs> no one knows him. I'd like, can we just please go back to the fact that you said Miley Cyrus is when she was on a wrecking ball with Harry Armpit? No. That is worrying. No, no, it wasn't that. It was when she did Glastonbury. <laughs> what? I was watching her. I was mesmerised by her little boobies and her leather pants. To be fair, I... I uh, thought Mila Kunis was unreal in Friends with Benefits. You film. actually look a little bit like her. Oh, you, I don't look anything like her. No, you do. As you said it, I could see her in you. I hope not. 
I came out wrong. <sighs> anyway. Okay, so next, next, next. Tips for a long and loving relationship. Come on. You, no, you, don't you, ask me. <laughs> we're asking the wrong. No, come on. You, no. you were with someone for 18 years. I was. I was. Uh, I would say it's... So in life, you've got givers and takers. And obviously, with a giver and a taker, you're on, you're on a ladder. You know, one to ten of a giver, one to ten of a taker. So you need to sort of be, if you're a giver, you need to be with a giver. You can't be a real giver and be with a real taker. You can be with someone who's a bit more of a taker than a giver. But where you are, you've got to level it out. And communication. I think the biggest ones are communication, trust. And I actually, close your ears, I actually think sex is a big thing. Of course it is. As in if you, it, it is, if you're, I'd say that they're the three top things. Definitely, you've got to be Not past intimate. the age of your... 25. Yeah, no. Anyway, next. <laughs> so we've had a little question from one of our many beautiful listeners. How to manifest a partner? Do you believe, do we believe in manifestation? I definitely do believe in manifestation. But I think when it comes to love, a lot of the time it's, it happens when you least expect it, when you're not looking. Yes, I agree. I'm trying to think of younger Rachel, married Rachel to older Rachel, and it's a very different pool in each. Manifest, you've always got to have a positive, brightly, sprightly outlook on life. Don't ever dairy down that, oh, I'm never going to meet anyone because then you will block yourself down. I think that aura just goes out, and you've just got to keep putting yourself out there. And don't say no to, don't say no to anything. I think another main thing as well, if you've had a previous relationship that's ended really badly, and you've been cheated on, and you've been hurt, and the trust has really been broken, and you're, a, a really important thing to do is to not take any of that old stuff that's happened, and it's hard to do it, into your new relationship. You really have to give everything a clean slate. Yeah. Because the insecurities will ruin, could potentially ruin something really good. I agree with that. When I split up with Twonka, I was in a bit of a whirlwind free fall, but I never took that forward. I never went, oh, I can't trust you. Well, even when I met Jordan, I remember ringing you up being like, you know, I'm nervous, I don't really know what to do. And you told me the trust is always given. It's just whether they take it away. So yeah. even though my trust was massively ruined for Jordan, I couldn't bring it into the new one because it could potentially yeah. ruin it. And there's nothing worse than being accused of something you're not doing. Mm. And then constantly being on the back foot. Mm. Oh, you're late, where have you been? Um, uh, and then you, I've been for a kebab. <laughs> what your obsession with kebabs no today? i just thought it tied it in nicely but manifesting is a thing it's an energy thing like i've i manifested being on main chelsea i'm sure of it i always thought i was gonna i'd manifested it for you too and i also ma have manifest I've, I've got this vision if i say it, it might not come true but i just no apparently you've got to put it out to the universe dear universe please take i've this. always had a vision of driving around in a big range rover with a lovely pair of sunglasses on dropping my kids off at a private school 
Oh, the oil activists are going to love you <laughs> and your four by four for your two minute run. I just, I need, in Oxshot, I need to have a big old house there. A big old, well, I'm manifesting that all day and long. And do you know what? I manifest everyone coming to mind for Christmas. You, you, Dad, Kelly, Mark, we'll get everyone round. I like that. Bit, yeah, it'll be a bit random, but I want a kitchen big enough that I can host everyone and just invite everyone so we can all be together again. Well, I, I think your dad and I and Kelly and Mark, we've been to your birthday parties think that'd be absolutely fine especially when we get grandchildren yeah i think that's the key yeah i mean it's all about the kids what isn't it actually let me know guys if any of you have got divorced parents and then when you've had kids you've managed to do christmases together because that is that is quite it is horrible to think like when you're from a broken home <laughs> that um you know when you have grandkids to do the whole Christmas thing, it would be easier to do it all together. Well, if there's no animosity. I'm up for it. Right, right then, darling. We'll put that one out there. We'll manifest yeah. that one in for the future. So as we've... We, this, this podcast will come out a couple of days before Valentine's Day. So I thought I'd just sort of tell you guys kind of little things that people have done for me or I've done for other people on Valentine's Day if you are thinking, okay, what do I do? What do I get? We can do a budget, so a budget one, and if you've got lots of money, if you've got a nice disposable. No, no, these aren't expensive. These are really small things. I don't think you need to spend a lot of money on Valentine's no. Day. You definitely don't. I think it's little things. So, like, for example, a hamper with all of, like, Jordan's favourite things. So, like, his favourite wine or his favourite, like, little top-ups of things or his favourite food, favourite chocolate in a little hamper. That's quite cute. Very cute. I think photo frames are really nice with photos inside. <laughs> I think the clue's in the name, my no, darling. No, but, you know, not just buying a frame. You're buying, Got you. you know, getting the pictures so you're developed. you give it to him with the picture in. Yeah. Oh, I like that Little one too. things like that. Mark always puts post-it notes all around the house. I've got a whole drawer full of post-it notes. That would just really irritate me. No, it's romantic. What do they say on them? I love you. Mucho. How you doing? That's my favourite one couple of love tickets underneath them <laughs> no i'm sorry if i walked down the stairs and my present was post-it notes all over my goddamn kitchen i would be absolutely furious no you wouldn't if i would love i would i'd be annoyed jordan don't 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 get the i'll, I'll take back the sticky pads that i was going to leave under your pillow No, listen i do think maybe like a little post-it note on the fridge maybe once a year just one being like love you or have a good day that's quite cute. <laughs> anyway, should we wrap this up here? Let's wrap up the love. We've uh, had a lovely time on a loving pod. Love. We have been talking about all things love. And I hope that, you know. I hope you loved it. I hope you loved it. And, um, yeah, we can't wait to see you guys next week. So thank you so much for listening or watching or whatever you're doing. And um, find us on Spotify, on any platform where you get your podcasts. Download us, like, subscribe, leave a message, positive construction, we love that. Or just how much you love us, because we love you and this lovely day. <laughs> okay, bye.